Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cast Conversations. If you are enjoying the show and like a little apparel, head over to our website that is linked in our Instagram bio and check out our store. Am I doing it or are you doing it? I uh, I thought we switched it up to where you were leading us in now, but I can oh, okay. Hate. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. To another episode of Cast Conversations, you got the three of us today. You got me, Jeremy, Phil, and last but not least, we got Valerie. Valerie is our guest today. Um, quote unquote. Quote unquote <laughs> guest. <laughs> yeah. Well, guest action. But it's, it's it's exciting, though, because Valerie worked a very cool attraction. I did. Yeah. I did. I uh, I worked at Soren in the summer of 2019 as uh, when I was on my ICP, which is the International College Program. Uh, it's pretty much the same from my understanding as the regular college program, but it's shorter. Um, I'm Canadian and the qualifications are I had to be in a registered college or university in Canada and I got to work over the summer months, basically. So for my for my date, it was May to August. And yeah, I got to be a flight attendant on Soren, and I had such a fun time. Wow, that's really short. Yeah, yeah, it was really short. <laughs> I thought short like, and sweet. Jeremy, I felt like past ICPs we've talked to said like theirs were one a year long. So there's there's two Canadian. different programs that Canadians oh, okay. can do. There's the the one that I did, which is only over the summer, and you have to be in school. And then there's the CRP, which is the Cultural Representation Program, Representative Program, oh. whatever the specific is there. And that one's for a year. But that one you can only work in Epcot at your respective country. Whereas mm-hmm. with the summer one, you can work anywhere where Disney wants to put you. Okay, so gotcha. that's kind of the yeah. Main I was, was going to ask like how why you didn't work at the Canada Pavilion, <laughs> but yeah. Did- did sense. any part of you like want to be one of those representatives? I did. Yeah. Um, like it was actually an interesting year on my program because there was an issue where the Canada Pavilion was short staffed or there was a staffing issue for whatever reason. So a few of the people from my program actually did work in the Canada Pavilion. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Soren and Canada in Epcot are close close together. So we share a break trailer. Um, mm. So one of my good friends uh, actually was on my program, but worked in the Canada Pavilion. And he had a blast. He was always talking about how much fun he had. And I just feel like, like one of the main differences is you get to be much closer, I feel, with people that are in, you know, working in the pavilions because, you know, you're, you're from the same country. So you already have that, like same mm-hmm. experience right. versus you know you're 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 all in a new country you're all in this together kind of thing and yeah they just had a wild time so i did you know witness all that i was like oh that looks really fun and i hadn't really thought about really doing the crp because i felt like a year would be a long time you know away from home and away from my right. friends and everything but as i got older and as i i met my boyfriend that was a big uh, a big indicator that we we both love disney we love working for disney and we both wanted to go back so hmm. Very cool. Yeah. So, so now you guys are both going back as cultural representatives. We are. Yep. We start in November on November 13th. We're working there for a year, at least, I believe you can extend up to six months, depending on if they need you. Don't Mm -hmm. quote me on that. That's what I've heard. Um, And we're both going to be working in attractions. So we're going to be working in the movie theater. So I did attractions as well, obviously working at Soren. So I'm happy to stay in the same role. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I'm really, really excited about it. So with the CRP, so you don't have to be in college or anything like 
Nope. No, I think nothing related to schooling. Nope. You have to be 18 and you have to be a Canadian resident, obviously, because you're representing Canada. And yeah, that's Mm the -hmm. only. And I don't believe there's an age limit. Uh, one of the guys that we work with uh, is in his 50s and it was always his dream to work in uh, in Disney World to drive the Mm monorail. And he ended up doing the CRP when I was there. Um, and also when my, my partner was there as well, and he loved it there and he's yeah in his fifties. So I don't think there's an age limit, but there is like, you have to be at least 18 to work there, but yeah, no, no school requirement, nothing like that. You just have to be 18 and a Canadian citizen. So um, I just looked up the uh, information about the extension for international college program. Okay. So uh, academic exchange and cultural uh, exchange participants are not eligible to extend due to visa restrictions. Cultural Oh. representatives should request an extension through their work location. And then Australia is it? Yeah. Australia and New Zealand participants have to do a separate request, which is kind Okay. of interesting. So just a little uh, There you information go. on that. Yeah. Yeah, I Very know interesting. Canada and the states will get mad at you if you don't uh, if you don't go back. Yeah. <laughs> Is you try those to stay. the visas really confuse me? Like I don't understand Yeah. that whole I don't I don't thing. understand how it works at all. I don't understand why it's necessary. Like Well, I get it for taxes and like all of that, but like I don't get it. I don't Yeah, my general understanding of it, and I don't fully understand it either, to be honest, uh, but my general understanding is we as international people cannot be taking a job away from an American. And the way we get around that is you guys, in theory, aren't well-versed on the knowledge of Canada. Now, that being said, Jeremy is really well-versed on the Canadian national anthem, <laughs> so he probably and could be. But the idea is, like, because no one else can... Oh, you've even got a flag in your office. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. big Represent. Canada guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the theory is that um, no one else could do the job of representing Canada or representing whatever Oh. country you're representing. So we have to get a visa for that. Otherwise, it's very, very difficult to get a job in the United States as a outsiding foreign individual. Like a company basically has to sponsor you, which is what Disney is doing. And you have to follow all the strict guidelines set by the company and the government
Do you remember what a couple of those items were that you had Yeah, said? so, and I'm from Southern Ontario, so there really isn't a whole lot of difference. <laughs> I'm not, like, from, you know, the, the true great, great white north, you know, where it's all yeah. snowy all the time and everything. So there wasn't a whole lot of differences for me. Um, I remember writing, uh, you have guns in your Target. It's not your Target, sorry, your Walmart. That's a mm, big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, some of your food labels are different, too. Um, also, the food sizing. You yeah. have uh, quite larger boxes. Also, you have a lot of bags of cereal. We don't really have bags of cereal. Our cereal is kind of all in boxes. So that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. Um you could also talk about experiences that you had. So one of, or actually two of my roommates were from uh, from the United States. And the one roommate cooked a really authentic Louisiana style meal, which was really yeah. fun. So I talked about that. Um, I'm trying to think what else I talked about. I think that was mainly it, just like how there's different labels and different foods. Yeah. And bigger portion sizes, things like that. <laughs> mm, definitely. Yeah, nothing major. The guns um, was a big one. The guns was a little scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so your time at Soren. Yes. So walk us through that. Like, were you were you excited to be at Soren? Were you were you nervous? What was that like? I was so excited to be at Soren. Soren was one of my favorite rides and my family's favorite rides growing up. We would ride it again and again and again. We loved it so much. So when I told my parents and my and my family that I was riding or that I was going to be working on it, they were so very excited. <laughs> uh, when I started it is when I started to get very nervous. Uh, Soren is a very technically involved ride like the control panel is just I, I'm sure it's on par with a lot of the other rides but it to me it was very kind of daunting to see this huge control panel and all these switches and when you think about it like Soren goes really high up in the air and when mm -hmm. you are operating tower which is the control panel area which is why the ride says Soren to tower we're ready for takeoff because you're controlling the little control panel mm, yeah, yeah um fun fact if you didn't know that um you kind of get this realization of you're in charge of all those people's lives that are now dangling up in the air right now. <laughs> and that is a little scary. Um, and also I'm not the best at math, which is not a something I thought I was going to need operating a ride, but because you have to load the ride and like make sure that oh all the people God, are yeah. in, in the seats, mm -hmm. which is fine in theory, but then people come up to you and they interrupt your count and they're asking you yes, questions and there's yeah. kids you can't yes. see and it gets so overwhelming and so <laughs> stressful. Um, my my trainer, bless her heart, she was the kindest and most patient with me. Uh, she could see the anxiety on my face. <laughs> and she's like, I know that you're really anxious, but like you're doing well, it's okay. Like, you know, just get out of your head a little bit. So it was very, very daunting at first, but after I kind of got the hang of it, I had a blast. It was it was mm. such a fun time. Um, but that being said, it did suck because I was there for such a short amount of time. I felt like once I really got the hang of it, I had to leave. So that yeah. kind of sucked. But yeah, I yeah. So basically, um, I can walk you through the the training if you want. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fun. I like it. You have to, um, for those of you who don't know, when you train with Disney, you have to do what's called earning your ears, where you go through training, you get a little red ribbon attached to your name tag that's basically saying you're in training. Once you quote unquote graduate training, then you can get that red ribbon off. At Soren, you also have to earn your wings. Mm. So on the Soren costume, there's a little wing pin that like is with the Soren logo. It's a similar style yeah. that you can put on your 
on your outfit and you have to earn those wings and you only do that by graduating your training. So there's a few different steps to it. You have to read the ride manual. That's one of the big ones. Mm. So you have to, and then answer questions on that. Um, and then you do lots of walkthroughs for each different section of the ride. So there is the greeting where you greet guests. And then you also make sure that everybody is, um, is tall enough to ride the ride. You make sure that all the, the height checks are good. Um, did you guys know that they actually measure those height sticks every day with oh, like really? a measuring tape? Yeah. So that no one to can be sure like, oh, this, this, uh, the, it's your measuring stick is wrong. My child is tall enough. And they can be yeah. like, no, we measure it every day. <laughs> yeah. That was part of our opening checklist actually for Kelly. Yeah. To, to measure, measure it. it. Yeah. It's super funny. Um, so yeah, you go through that, you go through how to work the DAS system, the disability access system. Um, and then you go through how to operate the actual ride, which is a couple of days in itself because, you know, control panel, uh, mm -hmm. you go through fire safety, you go through just safety in general um, to make sure that everything is that you're good on everything safety related. Um, you go through um, the, what's called the gates. So when you go down the ramp after you get sorted into your theater, there's the three different sections. You're either A, B or C, and that depends on or that shows you what side of the the ride you're on so you're either in the middle or you're on the side so you go through mm -hmm. that training and that's where you do the counting um and then you practice your walk through where you load everybody onto the ride and you seat them and signaling your gates and and all that stuff so it's a very complicated and intensive training process but it has to be so that you know you're yeah. prepared for everything that could happen on the ride but yeah it was a good time interesting so when you were grouping um one thing that would happen to me at Cali sometimes where the uh, guests would be like, uh, we stood next to these people the whole time in line and they're really annoying. We don't want to be next to them. Can you move us? Did that ever happen at Story? Really? Oh, no, yeah. I didn't really get <laughs> that. But if I was in that situation, I'd probably seat them like in different gates. I would ask like my gate partners if I could switch with them or, or you know, kind of move people around. Uh, we had a lot of requests for B1 because that's in yeah. the middle in the front row. Yeah. So you kind of have to accommodate for that, which is fine. We, we kind of knew to expect that. But no, I, I never experienced that one. That's That'd be like, <laughs> nah, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I can't believe they came up and said that to you. That's it was crazy. wild. I did do wild. a lot of, um, sometimes we would be, you know, loading everybody and we would have one seat open. So I did a lot of walking up and down the ride being like, is there a single rider? Does anybody need mm -hmm. a break from their party for a few minutes? <laughs> you know, want some air conditioning, single rider? <laughs> yeah. That was fun. But no, I never had anybody do that. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. How often did stuff like fall from people? Oh, all the time. Yeah. All the time. And uh, there's a special process you have to go through with, to go into what's called the pit, which is the big space that's underneath the giant mm. theater. Mm -hmm. um, th I want to say the thing that I found the most was those cooling towels. Oh, and yeah. they were always just moist Ugh. and sweaty <laughs> and it was the worst. And I remember like getting them and like hoarding them in, in tower in case people came back for them until somebody was like, just throw them out. Like mm, that's, that's, just, that's so nasty. gross. That's <laughs> right? really gross. And then you get the occasional, you know, someone loses their phone, someone drops yeah. their phone. Yep. I don't remember seeing anything fall specifically, but mind you, I'm also like watching the monitor the whole time to make sure yeah. nothing, nothing's happening. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff does does fall and get left behind. There's been pins that have been left behind, phones, wallets, keys. But yeah, the the thing I found the most was the cooling towels, which was gross. 
so gross but you know. so did, did people like come up to you immediately after rides and be like i dropped my phone i need it like yeah get it yeah they have and we basically tell them to wait up at the front and then before we load the next ride because there is a little bit of time in between um either the person in tower or the the people that are loading the gates will do a quick little walkthrough if we can if there's time um just to see because we also can't spend the ride up if there is anything on the ground that's not like in a designated spot like these little squares where you can put backpacks and things like that so if we see anything that's on the ground that's not in those spots we can grab it and then put it aside and and send it up later but yeah that uh that does happen people be like oh i dropped my phone and then you know Mm -hmm. it's a whole search party (laughs) yeah okay so my roommate on my 2021 dcp worked at soren and he told me that there was a ghost that would be at Soren. It was a, a little girl and a, a mechanic. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I have heard. I haven't heard specifics about the type of ghost, like the fact that it was a little girl and that it was a mechanic. Um, but I did hear many stories about there being ghosts and it being haunted. And I always worked the night shift or the late afternoon to night shift. Um, there were a couple of moments in Tower where I was a little bit spooked out, but I also thought that could have just been, you know, the air conditioning or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, nothing major happened when I was there, but I did hear rumors and stories about about the ghosts floating around Soren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I hear a lot of things about Soren, but, you know. <laughs> Soren is such a big ride, and there's so many people working on the ride at one time that yeah, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that that gets around. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, something that I kind of just thought of. So all the sense for Soren. Yes. Who's responsible for like making sure those are full? I guess. Oh, good question. Let me tell you about the sense. I will okay. tell you. So. Every and I can't I can't remember if we do ride throughs in the morning. I think we do. Don't quote me on that, but we for sure do a ride through at night to mm-hmm. make sure that everything on the ride is working and everything before we shut it down for the night. Um, whoever is in Seagate actually gets to do to do that. So if you're working in Seagate at the end of the night, you get to do that. And I got to do that a few times, which I loved because you get to just ride it with nobody there. You're checking yeah. everything. And that's cool. It's great. Um, but I will tell you, the people who tell you if the scents are working or not are the annual pass holders. Mm. <laughs> Every oh, single God. time. They would always come up and be like, this scent is broken. This scent is broken. And so for it's one of those things where sometimes it happens and then we, we tell maintenance and they can kind of get to it when they can. But because it's not urgent, we're not going to like shut down the ride just so you can smell the grass over Africa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not something uh, that, that happened very often, but I would, I will say the lavender smell when you're flying over the Taj Mahal, that one seemed to break down the most hmm. and we're not really sure why. Oh, is that um, what it is? Lavender? Yeah. It's supposed to be lavender. Oh, yeah. interesting. So it's more up to like the people at the end of the night that are running the ride to check to make sure all the smells are working. But typically if a smell isn't working, we do already know because a guest has told us or we knew about it the night before. And then it's maintenance's job to go in and and make sure that that's, Mm. but yeah, I don't know if it's because the lavender like isn't as strong as the other ones or something to do Mm. with the lavender. I don't know. (laughs) I just, that's interesting. I I love like all Disney scents. like the other day. Oh, they're so good. uh, Trisha, had the our diffuser going and uh had the grand floridian scent in there and i, I walk oh, in the door nice. and i was i was like grand floridian and I was 
I, I like, literally just had the candle going, the grand flirting candle. That's, <laughs> That's funny. wild. I got to get a pirate's candle. I love the smell mm. of pirates. The water or what? The water. Yeah. Mm. I know a lot of people like the smoke. I'm not big on the smoke, but I do really enjoy the smell of the water. I also like the smell of the poly. Polly's got a good scent. Yeah. Polly's got a lobby. really good scent. Yeah. I also like, uh, what is it called? Pop Century. Okay. Some, like, yeah. Hotels yeah. in general, mm -hmm. they have a really good smell to them. Yeah. Yeah. I got the, you. Trying to think. Well, I think the Grand Floridian is also the same scent you smell in like Flight of Passage, too, right? Oh, Flight of Passage is good, too. Yeah. I think I I'm think they like coincide or something. I think so. Uh, <clears throat> Maybe they uh, complement each other. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so what was the longest wait time that you saw Soren get up to while Ooh, you were? Oh, that's a good question. The thing about Soren is it's like it's always a, a pretty popular ride, but it gets mm. even more popular if Test Track is down. Yeah. And test track you know <laughs> it's, it's a very complicated ride so sometimes it does go go down mm -hmm. um i want to say the longest i saw was probably 120 minutes hmm. which okay. wasn't too bad i feel like it's gotten it's probably gotten a bit longer now i obviously haven't been there yet um, yeah. but from what i've heard it's gotten a bit longer now but yeah it wasn't too too bad mm -hmm. um but that, it can still be a long time you know for some people but yeah. the the nice thing that i find about soaring which is a pain if you're a cast member is the the line or the, the queue itself is very long which is good yeah. when you're a guest because it doesn't feel like you're waiting as long because you're constantly walking. Yeah. But as a cast member trying to get point A to point B on your break, you're really hustling right. <laughs> from, you know, the front to, to the back where everybody is. But right. uh, yeah, I find it keeps the, the flow moving so they don't notice it as much. I didn't really get a lot of complaints about the wait time when I was up front, which is good. You get the odd person, but mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. that nothing nothing crazy because it is a long time, especially for little kids. You know, it can be yeah. it can be a long time, yeah. but I do feel like Soren is one of those rides though that the queue does kind of suck because you're in a really tight, narrow line. There's nothing open ever. It is so really tight. Yeah, that's a little tough for some people, I'm sure. But but you uh, not the, the worst queue. Also, oh, fun yeah, fact: the game, the game. Yeah, you get the game there now too, which is cool. Also, fun fact: the queue area from like once you leave the front part was inspired by many different airports around the world. Oh, really? And, like the way the hangers are and everything. Yeah. Interesting. I want to look up pictures of it. And also, uh, the the blueprint for the Soren building is the same as the one in Disneyland, which means that the building is. Is it earthquake proof? Yeah, I think it's earthquake proof. It's whatever the the other one oh. is, because they just they copied and pasted it basically into, gotcha. uh, into Disney World. So yeah, and you gotta watch them earthquakes in right. California. Yeah, for right. real. Uh, I was gonna ask something. Um, no, sorry, my dog's barking in the background. <laughs> um, did you ever about the game? Did you ever get any like? people asking you about it or like anybody no. talk about it much or no no not really uh, people mainly asked me like when i was at the merge point which is right at the end of where the screens are people were mainly concerned about getting b1 which it confuses a lot of people because the theaters are a b and c and then mm -hmm. when you get down the ramp the rows are also a b and c right so people see the merge point with the theaters and they think oh i need to be in b1 i need to be in b1 and mm -hmm. i spent a lot of time in merge trying to explain it. and it is confusing because you know the, the, yeah. you see b and you think oh this is what i need um i spent a lot of time explaining like the theater doesn't matter the theater is all right. the same 
it's when you get down there, you need to ask for, you know, row B, row number one, and that's going to get you the best view. Everyone knows about the the tilted Eiffel Tower Mm -hmm. if Oh, yeah. you sit if you sit on the Yeah. end. So that's why people want B one. But yeah, no, didn't really get many comments about the game. Surprisingly, Hmm. Interesting. there is something kind of charming about the uh, the tilted the tilted uh, Eiffel Tower, though. Right. There's something nice about like watching it just slowly, slowly curve as you go up higher. It's a fun little uh, little uh, tidbit for you to look into. <laughs> So, how often would people ask about soaring over? Um, is it was it soaring over Florida? Soaring California, over California, yeah. California, yeah. Um, well, because I worked in 2019, it was a few years after the original one. So not many people did. I did get a couple of people be like, oh, the other one was so much better. And yeah, but, you know, this is what we have now. So Yep, not like much we can do about it. But I did you get can't a couple change of that. comments about it. Um, but yeah, the, the other one, the other one is a classic, you know, and I, I liked how in Disneyland in for the anniversary of Soren, they brought back the original movie for a little bit and then they switched it back to what we have now which Mm i thought -hmm. was kind of cool i wish they would do that at disney world too just to kind of bring the old one back for a little bit for some nostalgia that Yeah, would be fun but yeah, it would. yeah i got a few, few comments about it It would get a lot of uh, attention for yeah sure. right <laughs> Apparently, and i it get would. why they did that because it doesn't really make sense to have a california ride in florida Right. Yeah. but <laughs> Yeah. But the orange groves, I don't remember how it smelled, but everyone went crazy for it. Yeah, Yeah. I just remember Mm -hmm. the golf ball in that one scene Yes, scaring that's me every what I remember. single time. <laughs> I would cover <laughs> my eyes. I'd be like, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm watching the video of it as we talk. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so now getting into your uh, ICP for November. Yes. CR Um, CRP. Technically CRP, yeah, CRP. but same thing. Okay, and wait, tell me what that <laughs> stands for again. cultural represent it's either cultural representation program or cultural representative program. I believe it's representative. Okay, and so do you know like kind of what a day to day will be like for you? Yeah, so as far as I know, the day to day is just going to be, uh, you know, training to work in the movie, and then uh, either opening the movie or closing the movie, depending on uh, what the shift is. Um, but basically, you you spiel, or sorry, no, you, you're you're in greeter, so you just greet guests and tell them the movies in here. It'll be in X amount of minutes, um, and then you also get to spiel, which is where you just explain, you know, where you're from, what the movie's about, uh, the rules for being in the theater, things like that, and then. You go in the theater, you spiel again, reiterating the rules of the theater, and then you start the movie, and then you're good to go. Uh, what's different now is it used to be you had to start and stop the movie yourself, but now it's on a timer, so it just continuously runs. You just have to make sure that you're following that timing, um, which is interesting. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that timing works, but Yeah. yep, just doing that all day, every day. <laughs> It's kind of cool that you know that far ahead of time exactly what you're doing as opposed Yeah. to like current DCP applicants like not really having much of an idea what they're going to be doing. Well, and the only reason I know that is because my partner worked at the movie, so he knows the ins and outs of it, and he knows the changes that have happened, so he was able to kind of tell me what to expect, which was nice. Going into Soren, I had no idea what was what was going on and what my day-to-day -day would be, so if you can have somebody who's kind of in your position, Mm. Right. or who has been in your position before, definitely a good uh, a good person to contact Which is kind kind of of the know. idea of this podcast. Right? Exactly. If, if, exactly. if, you, if you're trying to figure out what you're going to be doing, Exactly. you go find somebody that, uh, headed that, that Let's was work our guest. there. Dude, Yeah, if that absolutely. was my job and I was spieling every day, I would make up like, I would be 
saying I'm from all these crazy places in Canada that like no one's ever heard of. I'd be like making up town names and everything. Like, I'm from the northernmost part of Nunavut. <laughs> I've yeah, never I'm... seen sunlight. <laughs> I'm from Hockeyville. They're like, oh, Hockeyville. <laughs> awesome. That sounds cool. You know. What? Um. Yeah, but hey, that'd be sweet. My friend that worked on the ride, he used to do the most stereotypical Canadian accent sometimes when he was talking <laughs> to people, and it was it was just the best. The whoa, welcome to Canada! Oh, really? Getting well, into but, it? Oh yeah, he but <laughs> he was really good at it too. So that was really funny. That's really fun. I'm sure they the guests ate that up. They're like, oh, so authentic. Yeah. Like, like, oh, you say a boot instead of a bout. He's like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> now, now, what do you call the thing you put your groceries in? Like, if you're putting your groceries in a sort of the bag. B? Oh my gosh! I knew this guy, and he like I you put it in a bag, a bag, a bag, a bag. Oh. and I was like, I was like, what? It's almost like bagel. Or yeah, bagel. no, exactly. Like, <laughs> like, like you were saying bagel. He was like, yeah, uh, yeah put it in a bag. Like, what? Bag. <laughs> like you say that again. Um, but huh. I also maybe... feel like America is one of the only places we say college. I feel like everywhere else says university. Well, for us, we have yeah, college so. and university, so we kind of say so if we, we were to if we were to generalize it, I find most people say university. Uh -huh. But the biggest thing for me that trips me up, I don't have to use it often, but how you define your school years, like junior, sophomore, freshman, we don't oh. do that. We say like grade one, grade two, grade three, and we go all the way through till grade twelve. We mm -hmm. don't do the the sophomore freshman stuff. Yeah, that, that always confused me. <laughs> so for us, Phil, uh, it seems like in other parts of the world, university would be like bigger institutions like U of I. Um, but the uh, thing, like, Purdue, like we went to Illinois State University, but we always just say, "Yep, that's college." That would probably yeah, be that would be university for someone else, but a college yeah. would be like JJC, right? That's that's interesting. Well, like, that's really interesting. I, I found out technically a college is a place that does not have postgraduate degrees. Oh, okay. Really? U university has postgraduate degrees. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yep. The more you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, I think it's so cool. Phil and I have talked about this, how like when we get people from different parts of the world on here it's just so interesting to learn how like we all do different things you know mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and that's one of the reasons why i'm really excited to do the program again because even though i worked mostly with americans and i lived with canadians you still get to meet people from all over the world and mm -hmm. you get to learn so much and it's just such a cool experience like i have really good friends now from soren that live in new zealand and australia and friends in america and like all these really really great places so it's a really really great experience and i i can't hype it up enough it was a really good time and i'm really excited to go back for sure yeah absolutely um one of my favorite parts of when we used to have we used to have a lot of um international people on yeah, our show did. i always loved making them do american accents that was <laughs> yeah that was they were the good greatest. at it they were they were really good at it <laughs> We I was had like, the wow. British invasion for a little bit of time. It was like, oh, nice. One was like, oh, can my friend come on? And then can my friend's boyfriend come on? And can my friend's yeah. boyfriend's sister come on? Yeah. They were all from <laughs> England. That's awesome. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And they all did Disney programs? Uh huh. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. One um, of them's uh, Yaz is back. Yeah. I, so, so we have a episode next week with uh, an international program from a girl from England. Ooh, so be nice. on the lookout for that. We'll yeah. we'll have to get her to right off the bat. Just all right. Let's hear yep. the <laughs> let's hear the American accent. Yeah. Um. 
Wait, right, should we wrap do a this song, thing up? song game real quick with oh, yeah, Valerie? Pull some stuff up? And Let's then we got to fly game. through the uh, I'm questions. still so upset about that one. Uh, the guest we had was, this, was his name, Cody. Yeah. What about the game? I was like, what? What <laughs> game? Jeremy's like, what? I was almost All like right. offended. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Darling, it's better. Down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Under the sea. From the yep. Little Mermaid. That was quick. Um. Okay. I spent um, a lot of my childhood going through Disney trivia, so <laughs> I'm gonna embarrass the, myself a little bit here. <laughs> from the <laughs> dreams that live inside us, moving down this road we've chosen, there's no limit to where we're going. Oh man, I just hyped myself up, and now I'm gonna embarrass myself. For oh, real. I know this one, but what, what is it? I don't. Uh, it's not from a movie. I'll give you that. Okay. Say it one more time. Yeah, one more time. Uh, from the dreams that live inside us, moving down this road we've chosen, there's no limit to where we're going. It's not Spaceship Earth, is it? Uh-uh. I'll keep reading. The story comes alive when we look inside. Okay. A new adventure there in your life, there in your eyes. Oh, I just needed that next oh isn't it Happily Ever After? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that was embarrassing. Oh, yeah, I'm that, embarrassed. That was, that was tough. My boyfriend's going to disown me after that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. Um, and our fine feathered friend is a jolly toucan. Oh, that's um, a tiki room. Yep. In the tiki, 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 tiki room. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Great choices. All right. Fly through these uh, Disney favorite questions. Uh, top three Disney movies. Ooh, uh, Fantasia, the original Winnie the Pooh, Finding Nemo. Mm, really good. Your Jeremy, favorite, do you still uh, remember him? Let's see. Let's see. Your favorite uh, Disney song or album? Disney song. Oh, gosh. That's also a hard one. Um, I'm going to say. Honestly, I want to say Some Things Never Change from Frozen 2. It's a great mm, song. Yeah. Good one. Uh, your favorite Disney character? Winnie the Pooh. Or Mickey. They're, they're both up yeah. there. There. Uh, Disney Q. That's her last. No, 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 no. That's her last question. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, favorite <laughs> Disney bathroom? Disney bathroom. Definitely the Tangled bathroom. Of course. Classic. Yes. And Jeremy? Not, not the, no, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like a resort. Favorite resort? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, Port Orleans Riverside, I think. Mm, yeah, I, I just went there for the or first. Or the Poly. Well, actually, Both are great. I didn't go to Riverside, actually. I was only at uh, French Quarter. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, French Quarter is good, too. What's the it. difference? Really the, the French Quarter is more uh, Mardi Gras and New mm. Orleans themed, whereas Riverside is more. How do I phrase it? Like, like Bayou. Like, yeah, more Bayou kind of vibes. Yeah, okay. a little right. less Mardi Gras. All right, we Real quick, have forty seconds queue. left. Favorite queue. Uh huh. The flight of passage queue. Very good. A uh, good cool. one. Yeah. Yes, Jeremy. All wrap right. Well, it up. we we have like. 10 seconds left, so thank you all for listening. This is Valerie, our social media manager. That's me. Uh, making the best post for us, so we will see you all very soon. 
Uh, I'm probably be cut off here. I'm just gonna keep talking until I get cut off. Oh, because sounds good. I kind of like when the episodes end that way, just on an. Un- it, it is fun. It's I love fun. that for you. That's so. It fun. really could. Oh, Phil, I like that pillow over there on the, the left hand side over there. Um, we got oh some Mickey's. We'd love Mickey to see Mouse. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Steamboat Willie might have been on there, but it's gotta be any minute here. It's gotta be any second. Maybe <laughs> three, two, one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>